What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Two minutes past three. Welcome to the show. Kimba on the Roots with you on a fairly warm Monday afternoon. Currently 30.5 degrees outside. We're live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. If you're going past, give us a wave. And we're here thanks to our good friends at Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Well, let's find out what our next... Well, he's not a guest. He's a staple of the show, really. He's the superstar of the show. Michelangelo Rucci, what's he been up to? What's up to you? Hey, no respect. Not at all. What do you think you do? Nothing. Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up your face. That's my mama. Can hey. I remember you? Hey. solo. Rucci, 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 I had no idea what I was saying then, introing you. Because Hello, I, I, Kim. I saw, did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I did. Good I was, to I was hear. Halfway through a sentence, uh, I just saw Bumfluff Benny coming in the studio. He's made me a coffee. Oh. Thank you, Benny's in the studio now. He's fixing my laptop. Is he? What's wrong with it? Uh, well, many things are wrong with it. We have to we'll, be we'll honest. We'll get it sorted. Rucci, we would be lost without Bumfluff Benny. He's the only... technology is all over the shop here. Yeah. But anyway, he's sorting it out. Is he? You'll get it there. All right. Uh, my weekend was a uh, good reach. Uh, yeah, I had a weekend. I had my house without the intruders being in it for the first time in. They are lovely months. people. John Platten and your sister. Lena. They've outstayed. They are lovely <laughs> people. <laughs> Bloody another six months to go, Roach. It's been nearly a year. Savor it. Because the day they go, you'll miss them. I, I did savour it. and uh, We had the weekend off without having to call any football. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to it going over to Yorks. I know. Yeah. Opposed to going over to Yorks, so I, um, I just okay. enjoyed having the house to myself. Because well they had friends from England over, Roach, and they rented a house with another couple down at Selex Beach. Oh, and they well, went to the Cube okay. and all the wineries down that way. It's been a great weekend for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Got a uh, friend from England turning up in the next week or so, actually. And where are you going to take them, Rich? No, I gave them an itinerary. Mike Dunn and his wife will be touring Adelaide, Kangaroo Island, the Barossa, then going through to the Great Ocean Drive, Melbourne, Sydney. Did you fund that as well? No. (laughs) He is... He's capable of doing that himself, Kim. Well, I'm going to ch- a big shout-out to Deb and Larry from England. They live in Brighton, and that's okay. where Leanne used to live back in the yeah. days when she was married to uh, Chris Dittmar, and they're playing, well, he was playing professional squash. And on that front, congratulations to Michael Lynch, who is a well-known football writer in the terms of Socceroos, soccer football, yeah. who's moving to Adelaide. So welcome to Adelaide, Michael Lynch. We're happy to have you here. You've oh, been a well-established writer in the Socceroos field and world football, so... How good is it that he chose Adelaide rather than Sydney as his home? Well, he's received a round of applause, so a lot of people are happy with that, Rachel. Oh, we better do a show as well. Yes, uh, let's looking, do that. Looking forward to today. Um, mm. Look, a lot of footy to talk about. There's a bit happening in the world of football. But at 3.50, we'll have the good, the bad and the ugly. You can get involved in that. Uh, hello. 
lady just came up and looked at herself did in the he, window. Did she got a little embarrassed there? She did. I think people use it as a mirror sometimes. That's what was happening then, Kim, and you just exposed that it's not a mirror. I, I, I didn't expose anything, Roach. Stop those rumours. <laughs> the good and the bad, the ugly at 3.50. Uh, have a crack at it. Tell us what you liked and what you didn't like and what horrified you over the weekend in regards to sport. And uh, we might have a little prize for you if you come up with something humorous. Tell you what's not humorous. That's at 4pm. We'll be joined by a young quick from the Redbacks, Jordan Buckingham. Roach, no more excuses. Seriously, we're bottom again. We lost to the bottom side, Queensland. When we went, when the weekend arrived, when we finished our show Friday, the Redbacks were in a good position. I just throw my head into my hands now. You are. Because yeah. Friday I said, do I read the scorecard or not? Because it was three for none at the start of the South Australian Union. Mm. But, you know, they, they were having Queensland fight hard to chase 132 if you get my drift. Mm. So I'll give them a break. I'll give them a break. How many times do we give them a break? I know. It's a... Uh... And you don't like to no, be we negative hey, all the time. We, no, but, uh, we don't want to rub salt into the we wound. We love Dizzy. Yeah. We love Ryan Harris. We had Mark Cosgrove on. We get all the players on. But enough's enough. But we want a different script, don't start, we? Start winning. Yep. Uh, at 4.30, uh, one of our regulars, a great chat. I see he's been going to the opposition a bit lately, Rooch. I'm not, I'm not biting. Uh, aren't you? Leaving right. that alone. Just sort of I loaded them up. Come no. on, Case. They're just trying to steal all our regulars. Uh, Sometimes to appreciate the best, you have to go to the second best. Oh, <laughs> you did bite. <laughs> now I'm going to regret saying that, aren't oh, I? Oh, I know. Because they'll come back at me. Yeah, you're above. Can open worms <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, no, well, no, no, it was no, a good no. life while I had... We're getting a bit cocky it. lately. We, we have oh, been having yes. a few digs to, at yes. the expense. Uh, John Casey will join us, the voice of basketball. Um, looking forward to chatting to him. Uh, what's the client... Closing stages of that game. We'll talk about that very There's shortly. Some interesting side agendas going on here. I know. We'll get mm. to that. We're live and interactive. If you want to send a text, we really want you to send a text. 0427-154-166. That's the text line. Thanks to Mon Team Hyundai. Put Mon Team Hyundai Cheltenham on your shopping list. Of the guest list, who's the guest listener this week? So we had Ange last week, popped by, bought us mm-hmm. a coffee and came on air. Well, Who is it this week? Just angling for a free coffee, are you rich? <laughs> hey, Blake, pop by. <laughs> Blake. Does Blake. Blake exist? Was he the person that sends a text that you think's a female? No. No, there was someone else you thought was being, using a phantom name in the early days. And then there was the one who I said, Kimmy's not a port fan. And we got confirmation that he wasn't. Oh, we've got a lovely audience. <laughs> We've got some interesting characters. We've got some beauties, including Ethel from Ethel. Ethel! She's just sent through this. Nice to have someone decent in the media. Ruchi and KG don't do it for me. <laughs> Ruchi, you said you popped round and saw Ethel the other night. I left roses. You left roses. On the veranda. Did you? Oh, did you? Well, that's maybe why she's gone. And off. there was a sort of growl as I came through the gate. A growl. <laughs> I don't, we shouldn't be going here, Rooch. She's 95. 
frightening at times. Is she? The well, growl well, was... You would know. I wouldn't. Let's go around the grounds, yes. Rick. We've got a bit to get through. In fact, we'll do it after the break. We'll jump into okay. the break. It's uh, nine yes. minutes past three. There's a lot to talk about. Let me put it this way. Timber wolves don't have such a scary growl as Ethel right. does. I thought we'd said enough, Rich. All right. A little bit of respect. No wonder you're single. Tom Morris is breaking Oh, look who's talking. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. I, I've just been unlucky. Who's the unluckiest <laughs> in love of all? Me. All right. Let's go to a break. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Kimbo and The Roots with you on a Monday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. Energy from an Australian-owned company, that's Lumo SA. It's gone up a degree, Roots, 31.2 degrees outside. The techs are coming through thick and fast. The number is 0427154166, thanks to Morn Team Cheltenham. Uh, from Brady Boy, Brett says, I'm so glad you guys are back on air. Listening to Victorians talk sport and the like makes me want to spew up. Good on you, Brady Boy. Okay, thanks uh, for that, Brett. Yeah, when the Redbacks, oh, hang on. This yes. is Mario. Hello, I should pre read yes. this. When the Redbacks were three for 191, mm-hmm. I said to myself, we can't lose it from here. Thanks. And I put my man Keeney on to celebrate. <laughs> then we lost seven for 41. Oh, Mario, I feel your pain. Oh, dear. Mm. Uh, all right, Roots, let's go around the grounds. There's a bit happening. Now, Tom Morris, who's yes. now well-known in the industry, I think he's just re-signed with Channel 9 or signed with Channel okay. 9. Um, and he's part of the SEN family. Uh, he's breaking a big story. Uh, all agreeing with it, though. He's followed the Taran Thomas issue with the AFL Integrity Unit, which mm-hmm. all goes back. This is a two-year story now, isn't it? Oh, wasn't that? No, there's been another one. Yeah, but mm. the AFL Integrity Unit is now investigating all the issues of Thomas's relationship. Yeah, with... I think there's been another indiscretion right. since that one. Right? So yeah. um, Tom's reporting that there will be an 18-week suspension. Wow. The AFL is saying they have not concluded the investigation nor come up with their findings. So... I think we all know there's a big hit coming, but they're not confirming the 18 weeks. If it is 18 weeks, at what point does North Melbourne say, we have wrapped our arms around Karen mm. Thomas for a long time. We have talked about the beauty mm. of keeping him in a system that helps him progress. Yep. But if there is this level of uh, penalty from the AFL Integrity Unit, at some point, they do have to say enough's enough, don't they? I think they do. Uh, now, Tyson Stengel's situation was totally different at the Adelaide Football Club, but after a while, it starts to impact and reflect on the club, even and though others. it shouldn't, and yeah. others. Yeah. But uh, how many chances do you keep giving a Correct. lad? He'll get another opportunity. But, Ooh, uh, it's I an interesting, t- that one. I tend to... Mm. Mm. I mean, these are totally mm. different to, to yep. what Tyson was involved yep. with and his yep. indiscretions. So and Adelaide tuned. didn't want to lose Tyson Stengel, but the position the club was in... You couldn't be seen to endorsing misbehaviour. Getcha. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned on that one, Rooch. Uh, the Adelaide 36ers, I watched the end of this game uh, last night, Rooch. I reckon we can go to some of the highlights, I think. Big Jace is in today. Lines is on tomorrow. Uh, let's have a listen to how the game finished up. Vasilovic, guarded by Liafa, just shoots over his head for three. <laughs> Six on the shot clock. Here's Vasilovic at the top for three. 
<laughs> Everything is falling all of a sudden for the Adelaide 36ers. Marshall in the corner for three. Didn't hesitate on that one, Bonds. Got the pick from Wiley. Gets to the foul line. Kicks it out in the corner. Isaac Humphreys for three. Oh, now they're just showing off. Mitch McCarran. He lobbed back to Wiley for the alley -oop. Wiley the rebound, and this game is done. <laughs> New Zealand will finish six on the ladder as the Adelaide 36ers get the win. 76 to 70. Paul Bonds and the team there doing some of their good work. It was a big game for the Breakers. Yes. Uh, they could have finished fourth, Roach, and it was a sellout at the Crush House. The victory, Roach, the big question, is it enough to get Scott Ninnis the coaching gig? So he is at eight and seven as an interim caretaker coach. Mm -hmm. Is that the best way to describe it? Yep. Now, eight and seven with a big finish. But there is a side agenda going on here. Now, Rupert Sapwell has been an interesting man to listen in recent days about the 36ers, their culture, where they're mm -hmm. all going. He's put another name in the fray, not taking Scott Ninnis out of the system at all, suggesting he will remain involved. This but one's been big name. It's been floating around, Roach. Let's have a listen to Rupert Sapwell. I will say that I think he's done enough to to warrant reselection as a coach. Yes. Now, what I believe is that even if they get Brian Gorgian, who's the other big name mentioned at the moment, uh, Scott Ninnis will be assistant. So, I, you know, either way, I think Scott Ninnis is coaching at the 36ers next year, and that might be the best of both worlds. If they can manage to snag Brian Gorgian, and I don't think there's anyone in South Australia who would go, ah, oh, that's a dumb choice, but... I think there's a there's an emotional connection that Scott Ninnis has with uh, the the club and the state. No one's going to say no to Brian Gorgian if he arrives, but he, what I imagine, would come with a hefty price tag and a hefty shopping list. Can we afford him? Well, Grant Kelly's got pockets. I don't know how deep they run mm. though, Kim, and he has spent a lot of money in recent years to keep the 36ers relevant. Yep. And they, look, if you're getting the crowds they're getting, they're remaining relevant, but the results are not going in the right direction. And you exclude yourself from criticism or second guessing whether you've got the right person when you go for the Australian Boomers coach and a man that's gotcha. got a proven track record. Yep. So then if they fail, well then everyone will be saying it's the cattle, it's not the coach. Mm. This way you know you have the coach. Interesting situation. So how do you evaluate Scott Ninnis's work in 15 games where he has an 8-7 win-loss record? Uh, I think to get him over the line, it would have had to been a little stronger. But he got us back in the game, didn't he, when we were on leave? Yeah. Need to go to a break, okay. Rich. When we come back, there's some really sad news in the sport of Kings. We'll mm. be across that. Uh, we'll update you on what happened between Richmond and Melbourne. Melbourne have got a few problems at the moment. Oh, have they? And Timmy Silver's had something to say oh, about reappointing yes. the coach, Rich. That's coming up next. 95%. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch.
3.26, Kim on the Roots with you. 30.6 degrees outside. We're live from Studio Lumo at number one King William Street in the city. Hey, jump on the text line, 0427-154-166. That's if you want to, you've got something to say. Uh, we've got a nice prize to give away. It's a Signet Boost Power Bank, valued at 44.95 Roots. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. You don't want your phone going flat, Just do to you? go off script for a sec, because this is just breaking at Richmond. Okay. Do you know how some injuries just become that theme of the year? Not we had length. syndesmosis last year, oh, didn't right. we? Yep, yep. Oh, it's continuing. So Ryan Mansell has suffered a moderate-grade syndesmosis injury. He will not play for Richmond against Gold Coast in round zero. So mm. syndesmosis continues. Oh, well, it's an ankle sprain, Rich. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, that's what that's it where is. I was Had digging. everyone confused for a couple of seasons. That's <laughs> where I was digging. Thanks it's, for it's saying not, that. It's not a new injury. It's, it's just, just a, new a new way of saying it. Terminology. Thank you. Uh, let's stick with Richmond then, Roots. They played Melbourne on the weekend. A lot of people don't have Richmond making the finals. Nope. New coach, Adam Uze. Not name dropping. Caught up with Jeff Graham for a beer. He always gets yep. over to Port Vincent. Played footy with his dad at the old Eagles. Lovely man, Jack mm. Graham. Absolute gentleman. Yes. He's a hard nut. Looking for more midfield minutes this year. Did say, you know, stark contrast between Damien Hardwick, the way he went about it, to Adam Uze. And I would imagine there would be. Wasn't criticising either. It's different. Just very different. And maybe that's what Richmond needs, a different voice, a different approach. Well, they got up by 23 points over Melbourne. I'm not sure if Melbourne have problems at the moment. They're oh, you don't a... think they have problems? Haven't you been reading the papers? Well, what are you I've talking about? had a few about? issues over the summer. Well, who are you talking about? Well, Clayton Oliver. Well, that's one. I know. But it's a big You'd one. You'd have brand the whole club. It's a just because, big one. Well, he played all right, actually. He had a heavy fall after going Good. for a bit of a hang-up. Now, uh, they've been active with the SSP. Yes. Final day today. So today is the last day to get those trade-on players who can become supplementary players. So Richmond has gone with a rugby league player, convert, My mm-hmm. Kelty Lafau, I hope I've got that right. Yeah, Comes good. from well, Auckland. Well, at least you've grown a set this year and had a crack at it. I'm trying. Right. Came very, to Australia to be a tryout player with the Melbourne Storm. Has taken to Australian football. Mm. Good luck to him. He's 23. We'll see how he goes. He's been it's here for a while. Yeah. He played about a dozen VFL games last year. Who else has picked up players on the last day? So North Melbourne has gone within their VFL system to bring up a forward, Tyler Sellers to add up to the list. And Hawthorne, as you remember how we said on Friday, James Blanc has had the knee injury. They've gone with the VFL key defender, Ethan Phillips, added Love to their it. list. Love it, Roach. Uh, we'll be going to the Sport of Kings uh, after the news. And we're going to hear from Tim Silvers. What is happening with Matthew Nick's Roach? We'll find out shortly. Tell me. <laughs> Town this morning and a record away win for Brighton, putting five past Sheffield United. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
nearly 3.34. Kimba on the roots with you. Get in touch through the Morn team. Hyundai Cheltenham text line 0427154166. Have a good prize to give away today to the best text or caller. A Signet Boost Power Bank roots valued at 44.95. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. Did you say in your text that Mario put on a mankini when the Redbacks... To celebrate, seen? yeah. Gee, mankinis are in the news now. I know. Now, Shane Rose. I was going to bring this up. A great Olympian. Yeah. I don't know how many times. Oh, I don't know. What are you putting that on, Jasper? Mankini. So he has worn, Shane Rose, a mankini as part of some fancy dress at an equestrian event. Yeah. Nasbourne stood down and Equestrian Australia's doing an inquiry into this. I know. I saw it on the morning news, Rich, and I thought, really? And then I saw him interviewed and he was very humble about it and he thought it was a bit of fun. A bit of fun. He has yeah. to sit back. I mean, there was nothing showing. He was bareback on the horse with just the mankini. We're in Australia, aren't we? <laughs> we are so woke. Wow. Unless I've missed something. Rich, let's jump into it. Yes. We've got a lot to get through. There's some really sad news in the sport of Kings today. Yes. Our 2021 Melbourne Cup winner, very elegant, mm. died while giving birth in France, where she was giving birth to the foal that was produced with See the Stars. Yeah. Superstar. Yep. Yeah. The foal has also died. That's the other sad mm. bit of news with all this. Now, to remember that. Very elegant, with a very special spelling of very elegant, was our Australian Horse of the Year in 2021. 16 wins out of 42 races, 14.6 million in prize money, and a very sad ending. I know. Very, very sad ending. Won the Melbourne Cup quite easily in 21. Mm. Had it to come second and third in my trifecta. Killing me, Rich, it was. Uh, Look, uh, commiserations and thoughts to everyone involved because they're part of the family, especially when you have a horse that good. All right, let's mm. uh, reach. Here's a text. Lads, this is from Costa, yep. always stirring the pot, Costa. Lads, why do we play Port at Alberton in a preseason game every year? Is it something the little brother requests on purpose? Well, every mm. club requests a home trial game. But again, the second part of this is, is our point. If we're going to have Derby pre-season games, and they're all across Australia, West Coast, Fremantle, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sydney, Giants, yep. etc. and there's a heap of them in Melbourne. We've got to be a bit more creative with this. I mean, oh, look, okay, Alberton is beautifully uh, prepared at the moment mm-hmm. with all the redevelopment and more to come, but we've had games at Richmond Oval, we've been at Norwood Oval recently with these trial games. It is, for me, more important to use this opportunity to go into the regional areas. Root, and some, we're missing it. Sometimes you are the voice of reason. You said that last week, and I agree with you 100%. Lost opportunity. I yes. know they'll get 10,000 at Albany. And, and I guarantee you we'll have one at Thebiton. Yeah, well, I don't think we should either. No, we shouldn't. Well, look, if, we this, if these were two one-offs, given that Port has just opened their new facilities, yep. and if the Crows do that at Thebiton, well, no, yeah, it's a one-off, not, not but a then derby preseason. I know, I know but if they're going to make these two clubs play every preseason, which I don't think they should, I know mm. it saves money. Oh, it doesn't save money, yeah. all right. You could justify doing it for those two reasons for yeah, Port this that. year with the new facilities and for the Crows. But, but then there's a better purpose. Take for this it to game. the country. There's a better purpose for this game. Let's all right. get on with it. A man that may have a view on that is the CEO of the Adelaide Football Club. Oh, that's Tim Silvers. Yes, yes. Since we broke the story. Everyone's running with it. Everyone's writing articles that the Crows are in talks with Matthew Nick. Now, surprise, surprise. You say yes. This is to be done within two weeks. 
I said that last week, yeah. In the next two, I was 95% sure. And Tim Silvers is not putting a timeline on this. Well, this is what he's had to say about how this is all progressing with Matthew Nix, who is on contract for this year, mm-hmm. but we all expect we'll have a new deal, you think, within two weeks. We've started preliminary talks about about his contract and what that looks like, but we're in we're in no rush. No stop, rush, stop, Kim. Stop trying to make a big story out of this, Roach. I said 95% it will happen within two weeks, 100% before round one. If I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong, and then I'll hunt down the people that gave me that information. <laughs> wow. It's going to happen, though, isn't yeah, it? You're tell not me, casting. Tell me you're being theatrical. Uh, you're tell not. me there's no... There's not. There's no spanner in the works no, here. there's not. Surely there is. There's not. So why are you being mischievous, then? Because you said 95% within two weeks. Yeah, well, I've still got another week That's to go, right. a week and a half to go That's from when okay. I said it. Hey, just keep another you 12 on your toes. toes. 12 days. You on your toes. I'm on my toes. Don't you worry about right. that. Right. Uh, hang on. Uh, surely I win the prize, Troy from Holden Hill. What did you send through, Troy? What prize and what well, contest did we have? What did well, I miss Roach, you? I, well, you miss most things. Twice I've done the credit for the Signet Boost Power Bank, and I've gone. It's valued at forty four ninety five, yeah, Rich. It's not that. about, and you've just not acknowledged it. But what we've got a winner already, Roots. This is what I'm saying. I'm reading out a text. Troy saying he thinks he's won the prize, but I haven't even seen his text. Oh, okay. Uh, Andrew has sent through a text. Mm. Oh, this is about the Redbacks. All Hello. right. I won't pre-read this one. It looks like it's sensible. Uh, Andrew says, hi, Kimbo, and the Rooch, with an exclamation mark. The Redbacks have two Shield games remaining this season. Currently, they're last on the table. If they finish last again, it will be the third time in the last four years since Jason Gillespie has been coaching. The Redbacks have also finished last again in the Marsh One Day Cup this season, the second time in the last four seasons under Gillespie. If this was any other sporting organisation, would he and Tim Nielsen still have their jobs? And that's where we're heading, Roach. And mm. we love Dizzy, love Timmy, Cosgrove. We love them all. They're good people. Dizzy's been successful in the past coaching, but it's not happening here in Adelaide. Mm. And I have sense yes. uh, that Dizzy is starting to get frustrated and feel a little bit of pressure. But when's the narrative going to change? Like. These capitulations, they were still in the running to make the finals and they lose to the bottom side. There's a lot, a lot to unpack here. I I did like Mark Cosgrove's answer to us about we have debated for more time than I want to remember about what structure was South Australian cricket all about. We remember Rod Mm. Marsh with his famous reports, all these reports that were done. I do like Mark's response to us that, hey, we've done this for a year, particularly with the under-19s as well. Let's not react a year on. Let's see this out. Let's let's have the decency to play this out for at least three years and see where it leads to. Now, that's one aspect of it. What is happening in high performance? Well, in the end, you have to be measured by your results, don't mm. you, Kim? Well, they've gone through enough reviews. They should be getting exactly. it right by now. Mm. A lot of text coming through. I like it when people rip India in a nice way, Roach. Yeah. All right, this one says, Roach, that's you. Yes. We don't need to be more creative these games mean nothing. They're as boring as bat poo games. Round one is all that matters. That's from Will. Yeah, I get that. But I think what Rooch is saying, I'll come to his defence here, Will, 
is that it's still a missed opportunity for our country folk. Correct. It's not easy for country people to pack up everything and come down and get the opportunity to see their two sides play. It is not. So I think it's a lost opportunity. Mm. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Troy, he said, you said you give a prize away for the best text. I said best. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Right. Yeah, Troy, I probably would have paid that if you'd written best, best text. text. You just said best. Very witty. Some people are up and about on a Monday, Rich. Here's a text. Uh, Hi, Kimba and Rooch. Last year, Port and Crows travelled to WA to play pre-season games against yeah. their sides, which I thought was on the promise that the Eagles and Frio would travel to South Australia this year for the same. Do you know why this hasn't occurred? Yes, Cheers, Blake. Next week. Yeah, it's happening next week, Blake. Blake. Come on, Blake. Blake. You're normally Blake. more researched oh, than that. They're both coming over here. Blake, that's not Blake. That Blake. One's, that's someone's taking his phone. No. Blake. Blake's better than that. If it was you, Blake, down on the ground, 10 push-ups now. Uh, Mario, if Port lose both showdowns this year, Kenny should wear a mankini. Oh, dear. Sure, it wouldn't happen again. Oh, would dear. Wouldn't happen again. Hey, a lot of people, but I know, why, there's not much you, happening. Why wouldn't it happen? Adelaide's got... Some good work on Port recently. I don't think it'll happen. Okay. And I know they have. Yeah, mm. I don't think it'll happen. Well, you, you want to put one of your mountains on it? No, but I don't underestimate oh. what Adelaide's ability is. Stop trying to be a good guy. It doesn't suit you, Roach. Um, <laughs> Tex Walker spoke on the weekend. <laughs> I love you. Uh, and there's not a lot happening in the media at the moment. So they made a big story over Tex will be rested more this year. I didn't read it that way. Here's the Texan. <laughs> This stage of my career, I've just got to try and make quality out of the games that I play, and um, there'll be some times throughout the year where I'll probably have to sit and watch. Um, but yeah, it's probably this stage of my career being able to enjoy my footy and play as high quality as I can for the team because it's a really enjoyable group at the moment. Uh, the young kids are getting better and better, and it's been a great pre-season. So hopefully, we can play some finals footage here um, at the back end of, of my career. So basically, he said it'd be like last year. We have chats at the start of the season and it'll be monitored throughout the year. But let's be honest, Roach, even though they denied it, he was rested last year to manufacture a playing his, what, his 250th, whatever it was, remember? You cynical man. Well, I said it at the time you and you agreed. cynical They man. denied it. It was a fact. They you brought wouldn't in another put marketing test. ahead of football, would Go you? Bloody oath I would, Roach. Wow. Hey. Um, oh, I, I could just fall over in a minute. Yeah, you couldn't. You, you're being... Knock me over with a feather. Well, that's pretty much the case for you. <laughs> uh, Brady Boy's loaded up again. He says, does anyone else feel like for years now the people in charge of running the sacker are a ball and chain with sport politics and that's why we never get anywhere? Well, wait till you read Matt's text from Brisbane. Um, <laughs> I'm not well, touching yeah. that live wire. Well, I'll read them, Roots. It's what I'm paid to do, you yeah. big wuss. Uh, may, oh, <laughs> maybe Warren Treadray will run for the sacker board too, Matt in Brisbane. Oh, well, I'm to... sure he thinks he's capable. Whoa! Uh, careful what you wish for, his will. Uh, the last time the AFL were created, we got AFL Yes, thank you. Oh, Will, that is winning for a prize. That, that's in the... That's in the prize field, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that, that's a chance. I like AFL that, Will. X. What happened to AFLX? Oh, it was crap. <laughs> um, here's one. The Sacker have implemented one recommendation from the Hussey Report, yeah. and that was 2020, time for a change at the top. That's from mm. Daniel. Interesting. I think South Australians genuinely, it's not high up the pecking order to create angst 
you know, for a state-based side. Like we often say, if we were talking about the Crows or Port Adelaide and they were performing like the Redbacks have. It'd be untenable. Oh, well, Roach. They'd be marching in the streets, wouldn't Pitchforks. they? Pitchforks. Yep, you've got it. Uh, uh, staggering. But I think people are starting to get really annoyed now okay. or, or just perplexed why it's happening. Here we go. Hi, boys. Oh, Blake. My previous text was poorly worded. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Seventh. Can I, how can I come get this in writing? How come they're playing only one game against the WCA ah. side each yep. rather than playing two? One game each. Cheers, Blake. Yeah, well, they cut it all back, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they're less, uh, less pre-season games now. Mm. Uh, one more, Roach. I can't help myself. It's okay. addictive, the text line. Is it? Uh, Walker rested this year. Ha, ha. They lose if he doesn't play. Give me a break. From Greg. Okay, I'm looking forward to how this one is, in inverted commas, managed. I, I see. I'm going to talk about it. He hasn't it got a milestone game this year, has he? I don't think so, Roach. Right. Probably with his goal kicking. He'll, he'll, <laughs> oh, no. He'll, he'll pass someone. 700th goal or oh, something. It's got to be at Adelaide Oval. Go up to 10th or 15th or wow. whatever it is. I don't know. Uh, Roach, now you're making me cynical. We've got the good and the bad and the ugly coming yes. up. Have a crack at it. We'll give away a prize. We can give away two of these prizes. Not ours. We can do it. So you're telling me they rested him so he could play a milestone game at Adelaide You're Oval. being a knob. <laughs> The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Three fifty-two. Kimbo and The Rooch with you. Thanks to... Well, not thanks to Studio Lumo, thanks to Lumo SA, Rich. Who provide us with Studio Lumo. Beautifully said. You are such a wordsmith. Uh, and Hyundai, we love their support. Uh, 31.4 degrees outside, Rooch. Little Has bit DT late. forgiven me? Daniel Tom, Rooch, you can't keep gra- dragging out that I same game. I feel guilty. Gag. No, you don't. You couldn't give us stuff, really. Stop trying Did to I get in the Guinness Book nice of Records point. for that? What? For being the only person to lose a contest when the opponent scored zero. Rich, we're going to start going through your baby photos if you go back any further. I've got them. Uh, you bring that I've up got them the on time. my phone if you want to see them. What have, what have you had during that ad break? You've had some all I drink is water, Kim. Is it? Well, because you're kidney. Well, you've got to look after yourself. Thank you. You've had a charisma bypass in the, po- in the space of three minutes. How'd that happen? <laughs> uh, Rooch. Oh, dear. Before you interrupt with me with some really bad dad gags, um, I'm going to play a little bit of Nathan Buckley a little bit later mm. because he explains this morning, he did, uh, why Port is still a top four side. Ooh, look forward to hearing this. And I think they're top four. So if they don't make the top four, I'll be going down the sinking ship with Nathan Buckley. Don't call that a sinking ship. No, it's not. Uh, here's one from Chopsy. The spuds at the sacker, the sacker spuds. Sack of spuds. Oh, right. oh very good. Uh, boom, boom. They're thinking out there today. Good on Roach, you. every Monday we do a little thing called the good, the bad and the ugly because uh, who wrote this song? It's a Morricone one. Enyo, mm. the late. So he's, still, great, he's gone, yeah. Late, great. There's a movie about him now. All Life right. story. And this was from the movie. Good, the bad and the ugly. <laughs> The 
Hot Spaghetti Westerns, Roach. Pretty simple. We want your good, your bad and the ugly from the weekend. If you have a crack at it, we've got a prize to give you. What was your good? The Australian women's cricket team win by an innings and 284 runs. That oh, deserves yeah. all the applause we can put on the platter today. They just they kept were great, not they just, just kept good. Batting, and you were soaking up about it on Friday. Well, you win by an innings and 284 runs. You've milked this to the yeah, nth degree. Never give it? a sucker an even chance. I, I, I loved it. Hey, Roach, we're pretty quick, and our audience as well, to jump on the fertiliser, the advertiser. Oh, yeah. Because it's not quite the same publication it used to be. Why I, is that? I appreciate things have changed. Well, they have left staff there now and mm. things are just done differently now. And they we also are. have social media and online. Yes. Groups. Everything's a yes. lot different. So. It is indeed. Um, but if you're going to have a crack, I think we should give some bouquets when indeed. things are good. And I grabbed the paper on Saturday and uh, I really enjoyed – now, I call him Simone. I did that accidentally. That's not his name. No. Well, I've never Simeon. met the gentleman. Simeon Thomas Wilson. Mm. Obviously, didn't get to see. It was happening while we are on air. Travelling mm. home uh, online, the Crows playing over Port Lincoln, and likewise Port. Mm. Uh, but Simeon did a story on Saturday. It was a full page, and I read it all, and it just gave me a feeling and an understanding Good. of what the Crows did, who was in what side. He even lists the probables and possibles, how they oh. changed at quarter time, okay. who got game time. It was really comprehensive, Good. and I enjoyed it. As someone that needs to know what's going on in footy, mm. I thought it gave me a really good insight. So well done, Simeon and, right. and the Tizer. There should be more of it. Now, yeah. And, uh, you know, it was just interesting to read where it's not seeing the game. Our Daniel Curtin at one stage, the young fella from WA, who's got mm. all the big raps on him, went back on Taylor Wall. He got, his pants, go? got his pants pulled ah. down there. Well, that's part of the journey. Yeah, and then they moved this... Uh, moved them around a little bit. Right. Himmelberg your... played a bit in defence, did he? Yes, he did. Yeah, he Interesting. Went okay. Interesting. What's your bad? Well. Hey, Borlase was in the Probables along with Mark Keane. Okay. Adelaide United losing 2-1 oh, to yeah. Sydney. It's just bad, 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 bad. From mistakes too. <sighs> bad. <clears throat> your bad? Uh, my bad. Well, look, we loved chatting to him last week, but this was awful. Mark Cosgrave, we had him on. We mm. asked the question, how good is Jake Fraser McGurk going to be? And he said this. Yeah, he'll be a superstar. He'll be, the face of, he'll be the face of Wee Picks in five years' time, I would think. He hits the ball as clean as anyone. He'll be the little plastic toy you used to get in a box of Wee Picks. The way he went on the weekend, he <laughs> gets the big pump up and failed in both innings, Roach. So that's my bad. Mark Cosgrove and Jake Fraser McGurk. Mm. You're okay. ugly. There's a lot of low-hanging fruit, such as England and baseball, but I'm going to let that slide Ooh. because I want to get very serious. Oh, hello. Okay. We celebrate the Sixers finishing the season with a win, mm -hmm. but I want you to think about this storyline with the Sixers. So they were first in 2016-17. Since then, they have been 7th, 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 8th, and ninth. Mm. You see the trend? You see the theme? Mm -hmm. Now... That is an ugly, ugly storyline at the moment. And it's now, very something un, has un to sixer isn't it? Absolutely. Now, I'm fascinated by Rupert Sapwell's view about how these national league teams change when we get away from what is the old ways of where they were virtually state teams, remember? Yeah, that They're is quite some time ago. I know, but we have seen... And we, we're going to see it with Adelaide and Port Adelaide as well. There'll be the day when they'll have more non-South Australian content and South Australian content. Well, Melbourne, it's already that way, Rich. I get it. So that's where we're going. But 
this is not a team that we should be seeing going 7th, 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 8th and ninth. Maybe that's why they're putting their hand into the wallet and having a crack at uh, Brian Gorgian. Interesting. Yeah, talking of interesting, he's got a text that's come through from Mike Dobbin from McGain Real Estate. Bit nervous to open that live on air, Roach. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, Dobby. Hey, mate, are you back on radio? I will have a listen. Oh, look, he's a good man. Um, Dobbo, well, he's obviously not listening, uh, but he will be bringing us, I think, Roach. But he catches up the podcast, doesn't he? Uh, sometimes. Because I keep getting the legal letters about his hairdo. <laughs> Another gag, Roach. <laughs> All right. Uh, my ugly... We've already been there, the Redbacks, losing to Queensland. Queensland were bottom. Uh, we lose five wickets for 18 runs. Mm. We capitulated again, which we do so frequently. Yes. Enough is enough. And that's coming through with the Tex as well, Roach. Um, yep, I'd imagine it This one be. just says uh, Redbacks are a laughing stock, total joke. It's just gone on too long. Mm. Uh, Roochie will be the face of Fruit Loops. Oh, that's talking about Fraser McGurk. I'll take it. When we were over um, the shack over at York's over the Christmas period yes. and, and the rat was over and the sister, we went down the local IGA mm. and I went to buy some free loops and I was ridiculed. Okay. I know they're mainly sugar. Mm. Uh, one more text before we go to the news, Rouge. Good afternoon, lads. Kimbo, have you done your top eight for the season? Can you please have Collingwood missing the eight again this year? Go the pies, Johnny from Renmark. Hard, wow. Johnny. get a. Had a few texts like that. We'll be doing it next week or the week after. Okay. And they'll struggle to make the eight, Collingwood. Don't you worry about that. It's four oh, o'clock. No. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Three minutes past four on a Monday afternoon. Kimbo on the Roach with you live from Studio Lume SA here at number one King William Street in the city. Currently 31.4 degrees outside. A lot of texts coming through courtesy of Mon Team Hyundai Cheltenham 0427 154 And I got another one on my line uh, phone as well, Roach, where Mike Dobbin from Again Real Estate is listening. He just flicked it Ooh. on and his lawyers will be in touch with your uh, we'll lawyers. Just add it to the pile. Uh, but we are organising, Roach. You don't know about this, yeah. but uh, an intimate lunch with yourself, myself and Mark Bickley. We'll tell you more about that. What does intimate that. mean uh, in this case? Well, like, if we get people the one-on-one to go to lunch with us oh. and find out what you really like. Okay. They'll probably leave after five minutes. Uh, now, our next guest may do likewise, Rooch. No, no, I'm sure. <laughs> of all the time up. to get him on, mm. it's after South Australia, the Redbacks capitulated once again, being in a winning position on Friday afternoon when we knocked off Rooch, to then losing five for 18 and going to the bottom of the Shield table. It is not our next guest's fault. He took seven wickets over the weekend and he's been a revelation for the Redbacks. Yes. But they're under the pump, so the hard questions have to be asked. We're pleased to uh, welcome Jordan Buckingham. Hello, Bucky. G'day, Jess. Thanks for having me on the show. You picked a crap day to come on, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not ideal, obviously. Uh, yeah, you, you never want to come on after a loss, but yeah, that's okay. Now, Jordy, you're a Victorian. You've been here for a few years now, though. Are you sensing yep. the frustration amongst the natives in South Australia? Uh, we are better than what we've been performing for many years now. Yeah, I think so. Obviously, um, 
yeah, it's obviously a tough one. We're sort of we've been in a lot of games this year, and and there's been points where we've lost crucial moments in the game where we where we probably yeah in 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 past years we've probably rolled over and folded, but we have fought hard and we've we've lost a lot of close games. So it's yeah, it's disappointing. We we sort of uh, at the Christmas break we discussed that we were, we were two and four and quite quite easily could have been four and two or five and one. We sort of had one hour lapses or, or collapses like we did the other day and, and that's sort of um, unfortunately been the story of the season. Jordan, take us back to Friday. I couldn't believe the scorecard, the number of wickets that fell. Yeah. Not something we traditionally associate with an Adelaide Oval deck. What was going on? Uh, well, we won the toss and batted and I think they were going to do the same thing. The pitch, the pitch was fine. Okay. Um, I just think that, um, I don't know, it was just a weird day of cricket. Obviously, 17 wickets fell. Yeah. We sort of come out with our tails up, obviously being bowled out for for a small amount. There's um, as bowlers, we had nothing to lose there. So I think it was just more um, some good bowling and some poor mm, batting okay. from both sides on on day one of the game. Yeah. So Geordie, have you had the review from the game and uh, what was the fallout and especially around the losing five for eighteen? Yeah, obviously that was a talking point. Um, it's never ideal. We sort of discussed it um, when we're in their moments and, and when when we sense that there's a little bit of pressure on how can we get through that without, with, yeah, I guess li- limiting the damage a little bit there because um, it's okay losing one or, or maybe two quick ones, but to lose five in quick succession like that is, um, yeah, it's far from ideal, obviously. Well, we're wrapped to have you as part of the Redbacks. You're only 23, so you've got plenty of cricket ahead of you. We're not happy with your assistant batting coach, Mark Cosgrove. We had him on last week. We're excited to have Jake Fraser McGurk in the side as well, but then he went and bloody said this about yeah. it. Yeah, he was a superstar. Ooh. He'll be the face of he'll be the face of Weepix in five years' time, I'd think. He, he hits Weepix. the ball. It'll be five weeks. Well, be, five years and another week. As anyone. <laughs> five years are still before him. He's um yeah, he's actually my housemate, young Jakey. So he's um Did he hear that yeah, one? Yeah, I do agree with Cod there. He's a he's a super talent. I'm not sure about the face of Wheatbix though, because he's not really a breakfast person. <laughs> really? It's the most important meal yeah. of the day. <laughs> That's not our work. That's <laughs> is, not our yeah. sponsorship deals work anyway, yeah. Jordan. But tell us about him. <laughs> tell us about him. The, yeah. the story we don't know about him, what sort of chap he is. Uh no, he's a ripper, young wrist. I've obviously known him a long time. We're both originally from Victoria. Yeah. Um, as I said, I do agree with Cos there. He's a super talented young player, and um, I think we'll see a lot of him in national colours. Obviously, he didn't have mm. the week he, he would have liked, but he's shown glimpses this season. He's obviously got a world record. He's got his first Shield 100. So, mm. um, yeah, he's going to be around for a long time, Jakey, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can hold on to him because he's a star. So how is he handling the expectation? Uh, I think he's good. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He, um, Yeah, obviously, he's up and about. It, it's been it's been a nice last couple of months with... Uh, Obviously, an international yeah. debut and, and yeah, that world record of Karen Rolton and whatnot. So, um, there's been a fair bit of hype and a bit of media, but, um, yeah, he's going well. Okay. A stack of texts coming through. I won't read them all out here. Don't want to make you uncomfortable. And this is before your time. <laughs> but, uh, we've got a few along this theme. And uh, in regards to the red bags, what has come out from the Hussey report? Mike Hussey was paid for that. Uh, that's from Fabian. Uh, can you answer that at all? Do you know if anything has been implemented from that report? No, I think that was before my time, the uh, the Hussey report over here. But, um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what that involved or, or how they went about that. But, um, yeah, I can't, I can't speak about Fair that, enough. unfortunately. Jordan, we can't ignore the win-loss column and the placement. But you can tell us, do you feel you've actually made progress this year to be a better Shield squad? 
Yeah, I think so. As I said, we've we've lost a lot of close games. I think we've got a really good squad together at the moment. Um, we've got a, we've got a serious bowling lineup, if not one of the best in Australia, in my personal opinion. Mm. So um, once we can sort our batting out, and once we can sort of put a few scores on the board, and um, and hopefully continue to bowl teams out, I think yeah, as I said, we've been competitive this year. The results just haven't fallen our way, but I think we've shown good signs. Whereas in the past, I think we we've rolled over and beat. Been yeah. beaten uh, pretty heavily a lot, so um, yeah, I think we're competing well, and unfortunately, it's um, yeah, it, has, it hasn't once again been our year. And I, I do understand the frustration, mm. but um, I really do think there's success coming for sure. Okay, if you've taken the step to be competitive, what's the next step to be a contender? What needs to be done? Just winning those crucial moments. I think. I think there was, um, as I said, there's been a lot of them, a lot of times this year where the game was in the balance, where we were actually driving the game and. And we sort of we had it, whether it was a lapse in concentration or it was a bad hour or a bad session mm. of cricket and that and that cost us the game. Hence that five for um, whatever it was the other day. So mm. yeah, it's um, okay. yeah, it's obviously not ideal, but you just got to keep winning those crucial periods, and that's what the Western Australians and the, and the Victorias and all the good teams that have been good for a long time yeah. do really well. Well, Geordie, we don't take any uh, pleasure out of whipping you after a loss, so let's move on to some positives, hopefully. <laughs> okay. uh, Victorian boy, as I said, only 23 years of age. Did you know much about South Australia yep. before coming over? No, very little. It was actually my uh, first time in South Australia when I um, when I arrived here to, and um, once I took up the rookie contract a couple of years ago. So, um, no, I didn't know a lot at all. So where, whereabouts are you living and uh, what have you enjoyed about South Australia? Uh, living in Brooklyn Park currently, right near the airport, if you can hear the planes going over. <laughs> yes, yes. But um, yeah, we started in Grange, Jakey and I, and lived with Nathan McAndrew as well. And um, unfortunately, uh, that, that house got sold, so we moved out. We moved to another place in Brooklyn Park, but it's, um, yeah, it's an easy location. It's close to the beach and close to the city, so it, um, yeah, it works really well for us. So have you got to see much of the state? Have you got a favourite place? Have you been over to Yorks or over the West Coast or Victor Harbour? Handel? Yeah, I've been most. Yeah, I enjoy playing golf down in um, at Lady Bay Golf Course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Down there, um, been across the York Peninsula a few times as well. A uh, little bit of fishing there with a few of the boys. I'm, I'm personally not a great fisherman, but... Um, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's a nice spot as well, and, and yeah, a few of the wineries and whatnot. So um, obviously, South Australia is known for its red wine, so it was nice to get out there and uh, <laughs> explore the scenes and the sights there. Very oh, good, beautiful. Jordan. Yeah, you got McLaren Where's your Bar. football interest, Jordan? Yeah, who do you barrack for? Uh, I'm a Hawthorne fan. Ooh. Hey. Yeah, big we, big Hawthorne fan. Where are you going to finish this year? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think we'll be. I don't think we'll be pushing. Um, pushing the top of the ladder. Hopefully between eight and twelve, show a bit of progression, and then uh, in a few years' time, I think we'll be. I think we'll be a good side again. I like it. Uh, well, Jordan, it's been a uh, light to chat to you. You've got two more games. Uh, we do not want to finish bottom. You take on New South Wales away at yep. uh, Sydney Olympic Park. Uh, Olympic Park is that where Tay Tay is going to be playing? A couple of days. No, nah, Cricket Central, I reckon. Oh, okay. Their yep. new, uh, their you're, new, their new sports hub there. Yeah. You're all over it. What's your favourite Tay Tay song? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Good question. I, I'm not actually a huge fan. My girlfriend is, so she'd be shattered if she heard that I, um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mention my favourite song. But um, yeah, yeah, not really a massive fan of Tay Tay. <laughs> oh dearie me. Uh, all right, New South Wales. Then <laughs> you take on Tasmania at Blundstone Arena. We wish you all the very best, Jordan. Yep. Good luck in the last two and games. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we appreciate it. Not an easy no drama. Time. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, all right, and a good text has come through. When was the last time Mark Cosgrove ate a wheat bix? <laughs> I just read them, Rich. It's four, twelve past four.
the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Four seventeen. Appreciate your company, Kimba on the Roots. Just a reminder: coming up before four thirty, Roots. Unless we get sidetracked, you'll have this week's unmissable moment. Thanks to Drinkwise, you won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Have you got something good? Yes. Oh, you're smiling. You are something we must acknowledge because we missed it, even though it was unmissable. Oh, really? But well, it's not our you... fault. It's not our fault. Okay. Just, just hold your horses on. Happy way. to take blame if we should. A little later in the program, we'll hear from Josh Sin. I've been pumping him up for three years yes. since watching him in his first trial game at uh, West Adelaide, or what do we call it, Richmond Oval, yep. High Sense Arena. Um, he's had a wretched run with injuries. Correct. He can play. So Might have turned the corner, Kim. Yeah, he did a presser earlier today. We'll, yep. we'll hear from him. Uh, we want to read out the text. People go to the effort. Uh, Hussey wrought more like it. That's the Hussey report. That's a bit a harsh. Um, Taylor Swift is not a fan of slow Michelangelo. No, she isn't. No, no, she wouldn't be. She isn't. Uh, what else have we got here? Hi, Kimbo. On Friday... This is from Joe. On Friday, Root said you have to go full bore if you're taking media money. Root himself doesn't go full bore on port, though. Oh, yes, I do. When did you go hard on port? Kim, I call it as I see it. If, if I was a lapdog to him, I'd be praising the change of captaincy. You know where I stand on that? Yeah, you thought it should have been Ollie White. No need to get all defensive. No, but I'm just, just asking, when was the last time you went really hard? That's supporting Ollie as opposed to going hard. You didn't say that was a crap decision from Port. I don't have to use that language, Kim. No, I like to keep it simple, though. <laughs> but you know where my heart was on that one? Yeah. Oh. Well, when was the last time you had a crack at Port about something? Or you think they've got everything right the last five years? No, I don't. What did they get wrong? Oh, I can't remember everything, All right, Kim. I'm making life difficult for you. This yes. is from Ricky. Rick, uh, hi, boys. Will the Crows have a specialist ruck coach this year or will VB doing this as well? Well, Matt Clark's there, right? <laughs> what? Have they forgotten Matthew Clark is there? Yeah, Matthew Clark's there, Ricky. Um, here's he is a text. there, isn't he? Of course he is. Yeah. Well, we haven't missed something there. No. No, I don't think so. worried now when we get a text We've like that. We've been off for a while. Uh, we need to go to a break, Rooch. I'll yeah. give you time to think about this mm. one. How many goals will Tex Walker kick in 2024? I think 30 to 40 would be a win for the Crows. That's that. Matt in Brizzy. So what he's saying, the less he kicks, it means more coming from others. Well, hopefully. I'd rather him get 60 or 70 still and the others kick more. So he's Rooch. gone 48, 47, 76 in the past three years. Yeah, Bix said but, 75 the other morning. Sorry, Bix. I corrected oh. when I was in the car. So the key to that text is, yes, the less they're relying on him, the better, because it means Phil Thorpe, Fogarty and others are contributing. Well, I think he's the just, theme. no, I think he's just saying he thinks that's all he'll get this year because he's getting old. I hope I've misread that then. Matt, uh, correct us if we were wrong. All right, we'll take a break. Then we're back with the Roaches. This week's Unmissable Moment. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. We're here thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. They are great vehicles. Currently 30.8 degrees outside. Now, Roach, I had a text from Rick last week, I think when I was talking to Rory Laird. Right. It comes to us courtesy of McGain Real Estate. Mm. And uh, this text came through asking about Matt Clark. Now, we've just had another one, 
And then Rick sent through a text saying, Matt Clark is now exclusively with the girls' program. Wow. Now, I was overseas for a bit. You were as well. Have you found any confirmation? Not a line anywhere. You haven't found anything Nothing. on that? All right. So, Ricky, what we have done, we've put in a call to the Crows, to Reese Humphreys, and uh, we've also put in one to Mark Bickley, who's uh, part employed down at the club part-time. Of course, you can hear Bix between 6 and 8.30, along with Walshie. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, they do a great job. Uh, here's a text on Bix, actually. Bix made a good point that 20 of the Texans' goals in 2023 were against the West Coast. Mm. Ooh, I think 40 would be a good year for him in a tougher draw. Uh, that is Matt in Brisbane, now also known as Matt the Hand. Now, he went to university with Mike Dobbin from Again Real Estate. He's done a PS here. Mike Dobbin had a marble selling business at Ranella Primary School in 1980. Oh, gosh. He's always been entrepreneurial, Dobbin. Good on him. That's why he's Good a multi. We love him. Uh, Roach, what else did you have for me? Were you looking up something or not? No, we're looking up Matthew Clark and didn't get anywhere with it. Okay, I asked you how many goals you thought. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, well done, Kimbo. Keep Rooch in his place. He's such a fence sitter when it comes to port. Afraid to ruffle those old magpie feathers. That's from Chris. Okay, Chris. So uh, well, I can't remember where you have had a crack lately, Rooch. Well, do you want to go and get press conference with Ken Inkley last year? And... Well, you'll bring in. We'll play it. I live in Yatala. And Matt... Yatla. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, well, dear. I didn't think they'd be saying oh, that. Can open worms it's everywhere. Kiddies, don't swear. Well, I it's thought there is gag. a place called Yatala. I know. Well, I hadn't read it's it all. A gag. Well, you'd already read it. Yes. Okay. Well, you knew. I was reading it's it. It's a cold. gag. Well, I see that now. Do you want me to read it Go out? Go for it. Bloody have a look at you <laughs> giving yourself a high five because you pre-read it. I live in Yatla. <laughs> And Matthew Nix deserves five years. Oh, boom, boom, boom. boom. I played junior footy at Yatla, or next to it, for the Greenacres Footy Club. Um, oh, every no. Oh, here we go. That's a libelous text about Mike Dobbin that's just come in. Oh, I'll get to that, Roach. No, uh, you won't. I'll do what I want, Roach. What are you oh, you're you on guns? your own if you read that. Oh, don't be dramatic. Fair <laughs> thing. I'm going to vomit. What are you doing reading the text for the first time in five years? You told hey, me to do something. <laughs> content. Um, every time Ruchi tries to ask Hinkley a hard question, he gets agitated and attempts to intimidate Ruchi. Oh, there you go. You're going to do the unmissable moment or are we going to miss it? Uh, we're going we're gonna to miss it and do it in, um, after the 4.30 news, Ruch. How's Mike Dobbins' Pat Raccoon that lives on his head part-time going? Oh, who, from who Chopsy. Who said that? Chopsy sent that one through. Yeah, he's looking more like a squirrel. It's getting smaller. All right, news coming up. Then Roach will have his unmissable moment. And John Casey will join us live. SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots.
8.34 on a Monday afternoon. Kimbo on the Roach with you live from Studio Lumo here at number one King William Street in the city. 30.8 degrees outside. Just a reminder, Brecky tomorrow, Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh from 6am to 8.30. It's a good show. Now, we've got a bit to get through, Roach, and I know Mike Dobbin from Again Real Estate would be embarrassed by all the attention he's getting at the moment. Well, he probably wouldn't be. Stack of texts coming through, uh, and then he replied. He said, you know you're having a bad day when Chopsy's having a crack at your hairdo. Uh, to make things worse, Dobbo, a text has come through here. Dobbo also ran a business called the Travelling Trolley out of Happy Valley Foodland delivering groceries. He was way ahead of the times. Now, that's from Reese from Clarendon. Now, Dobbo is an entrepreneur. We love him dearly. He's a great supporter of our show through McGain Real Estate, and he will be again this year. All right, Roach, let's tidy up some news regarding Matt Clark. We miss this. Uh, Did we miss it or hasn't it been announced? Well, well, I was in Bali and in New Zealand for a long time and I've been away. You've been over in Italy, but mm-hmm. I still check everything online. I have not seen anything. You have just tried to go through all past articles. Yes. Update us on Matt Clark. We've been in touch. Uh, the so, Adelaide Footy Club has got back to us. It's Rick who sent the text message, didn't yep. he? He is 100% correct because Matthew Clark is 100% committed to the AFLW program at Adelaide. So that leaves the question of who is going to be the ruck specialist coach mm. at Adelaide. You know the name Sam, Bald- Sam Balderstone at uh, Norwood? Norwood Ruckman, I interviewed him when it looked like he was going to be drafted. He is the man. He is the man who will be filling those shoes at the Adelaide Football Interesting. Club. Interesting. Uh, not that it necessarily matters. No AFL experience. No, that doesn't matter. Games. He knows the craft. He knows the craft. Hmm. There's been... I think some people could mount an argument against that. But hey, we wish no. him all the best. So was there a, no press release on this? Not that I've seen. Kim. Interesting. Alrighty. Hey, Roach, before we get our next guest, and he's sitting there waiting at the moment, he'll be blushing because he's a modest man, John Casey, the voice of basketball. We need to do our unmissable moment. Will you do? Yes. Which is, Roach. Yes. There's a credit involved. They pay for this. Yes. You what? I wanted to go there. I wanted to ease your burdens. What, do the credit? Yes, because the unmissable moment for drink-wise, because you won't miss a moment if you drink-wise, they allow us to correct a massive, a massive miss by us. Mm-hmm. As you've said, this man is the voice of Australian basketball. They're getting their switches, they're getting hands on the basketball and making it really difficult. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, what a play from Chris Golding. Maybe the assist of the year. Assist of the year. Hands up on the back of my neck already. Rich. We missed it. He called his 1,000th NBL game while we were away. It was so back in now, January. Yeah. So we missed it. It was, for us, an unmissable moment because, well, we weren't here. We're going to correct all that now. Our special guest is John Casey. Doing intros as well, Roach. Hello, Case. <laughs> G'day there, Kimbo. Hi, Roach. Thank you very much for acknowledging One, uh, that milestone. Thank 1, you. 1,000 has become how many now? Uh, 1,009 as of yesterday. Wow. So, uh, and looking forward to 1,010 when the Boomers play Korea on Thursday night in Bendigo. So, in an Asian Cup qualifying game. So, yes, the numbers roll on. If and I could give you the moment to just have one of those games all mm. over again for any reason, I'm not preempting this. Which one would you take, and why? Oh wow! Look, uh, it's hard to go past the bronze medal game that the uh, the Boomers won. Um, that's one that will uh, stay with me for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, perhaps the other one that I would throw in there, well, there are two others, but yep. um, the one physically I was at 
was uh, the Boomers defeating the United States in 2019 in front of more than 50,000 people at, wow. uh, at Marvel Stadium. So, I mean, that's I doubt that crowd's ever going to be beaten uh, again. Uh, and uh, to beat the USA for the first time was, yeah. uh, was fantastic. To actually be there courtside soaking up the atmosphere is so much better than calling off the tube like mm. we were when we won bronze in Tokyo. And when the Australian women won the gold medal in Brazil in 2006 yep. was the, the other one I was referring so to. When was so game those three one? games certainly... Uh, sorry, when, when was, was game, game one? one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, we're going back to my uh, my first year at uh, Channel 7 uh, at Apollo Stadium back in 1987. Oh, there's 87. a journey. There is a journey. Peter Alloy and... <laughs> wow. Yes, Post- in fact, and, and Peter Alloy uh, is going to be inducted into the 36ers Hall of Fame this Friday night, which I'm very much looking forward to uh, to attending. And still calling with the same passion. Is it? Is it your great love? It was a lot of people weren't aware with everything that Bruce McAvaney has achieved as a commentator and as good as he was with football in the Olympics, his first love has always been horse racing. Mm. Yourself? Uh, look, um, I enjoy calling any sport that I've had the opportunity to do. Uh, and they're all different and uh, I enjoy them for many different reasons. Basketball wasn't my first love growing up. I played a lot okay. of football and played a lot of cricket as, as most kids do in the backyard growing up. Um, but uh, basketball is the one that I've been involved with for the longest period of time, five mm. decades. So, uh, and I do enjoy it. And, uh, I enjoy going and, um, you know, the sort of the challenge of doing a good job of it and taking the audience to the game as best you can. Uh, and at basketball, you're so close to the action and right up and close and personal, uh, even to the extent there yesterday, the 36ers game, that was a devastating blow for Will McDowell-White, who um, popped a shoulder uh, mm-hmm. in the last quarter on the eve of the playoffs, the second time he's done it this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're able to walk. I, well, I know Will really well. Uh, we go back a long way. And I walked over to him when he was sitting on the bench and uh, spoke to him and asked him what had happened. And he, you know, he shares that information that... He um, he popped his shoulder and that was it. And I don't think I'll be back uh, for the remainder of the season, which is uh, early analysis. And to be able to take mm. that to the audience, I think is important yeah. because funnily enough, earlier in the game, um, Finn Delaney, a key player for the New Zealand Breakers, had not been on the court uh, up until half time. And I asked the medical staff at the New Zealand Breakers, is there a problem here with Finn? Because they're in uh, foul problems and they really needed his input on the court. He hadn't been out there and I just presumed that there was a problem. And I asked the medical staff and I said, is there a problem? And they said, no, he's fine. Um, He just hasn't had his opportunity as yet. So when we got to the halftime break, I thought, I'm not sure that that is the case because he should have been out there by now. So Coach Modi Mayor, when he came back from halftime, I went and spoke to him and said, is there a problem with Finn Delaney? And he said, yes, he has back spasms. They uh, had them early this morning, so he's not playing. He's out of the game. And it's the opportunity when you're in the venue and at the game to be able to uh, you know, utilise those contacts that you have and the relationships that you've built where coaches and players that are in the heat of the battle are happy to communicate with you. And it's just a special uh, privilege, really, to get that close to the action and be well that said. involved in the game when, well if you're like me and have uh, a small modicum of talent that um, you know tapered off very quickly in my own sporting <laughs> career, it's uh, just excitement that uh, you can't get. Oh, well, congratulations, Case. Yes. There's plenty more games to call and a various uh, array of sports. Uh, just quickly, the, the the best person you've commentated with? Oh, look, Andrew Gaze is such a passionate man. He springs to mind uh, automatically because um, we, Andrew and I, have called so many games with the boomers when it's meant so much and for so long. Australia were the bridesmaids and just couldn't stake 
take that next step onto the podium at the Olympic Games, which is the pinnacle, of course, um, for the uh, you know for Australian basketball. So uh, I think Gazy's pretty hard to go past. He's always full of energy. But yeah, I have to say, I enjoy calling with everyone. I'm sure you do as well, uh, Kimbo, in the sense that uh, different players and different commentators mm. do things differently. You're learning all the time. You're building relationships. So there's a lot to learn every time you step into a commentary box. And as I say, it's a real privilege. I'll put that on a plate for you. I open the door for you. I thought you might have said me, Case. Get oh, uh, Kim. All right, let's go. No, no, let me no, then no. ask the follow-up question. <laughs> because you're in an international sphere, John, and then you get to see some of the big names that have called basketball in so many mm. different places. Is there one commentator that it was the crowning moment for you to be able to go and introduce yourself or vice versa or how that plays out at an international event? Uh, look, not necessarily, uh, Rooch, because um, you know, a lot of the time the commentators, we don't actually get to share time together. Yeah, Everyone's off yeah. doing their own thing or... Uh, and I, I do recall being at the uh, Rio Olympics and our commentary position in Rio was so far away from oh, courtside okay. that yeah. uh, Andrew Gaze suggested that uh, the game from where we were sitting was just a rumour. Um, the boom, binoculars boom. certainly came in handy trying boom, boom. to call that game. But I have to say one that does spring to mind is I did have the great fortune of calling boxing with Colonel Bob Sheridan uh, in Sydney one night. He was out for um, a promotional visit here in Australia and uh, just one of the greatest boxing commentators in the history of the yes. sport. Uh, and the thing that I'll always remember about Colonel Bob Sheridan was that he was such a professional that he he didn't come in and, you know, it wasn't like, uh, you know, the people in Australia probably got no clue what they're doing. He was uh, very complimentary and he shared the airtime and he was very uh, supportive. Um, he was just a beautiful man and an opportunity to uh, to call an international event, a world title fight with someone like Colonel Bob Sheridan was certainly a thrill. I'll Great tell you stories. what, Case. Uh, stories, every, yeah, everyone's trying to surf mm. your wave at the moment. Uh, the techs are coming through thick and fast. This one says, can you please ask John who his favourite director is? Now, what name would you give? <laughs> <laughs> My favourite director? Come on. Wow. I tell you, well, I've worked with some very good directors and, and it, you can't become a, a director without being very good full stop. But uh, Guy James is an outstanding oh, uh, director. Oh, you've got it in one. <laughs> he, he, uh, he does an excellent job and will be directing the uh, the Boomers game on Thursday night in Bendigo. So, um, yeah, look, Guy goes above and beyond and makes us commentators look good with does, uh, the yeah. nifty work that he does with his uh, and his fingers on the buttons in the van. Yes, well, I worked with him for a lot at a lifetime at uh, Channel 9. He's an absolute Ripper, one of the most professional people out there. And it's good to see, Guy, that you're listening to uh, SEN. All right, let's jump into it, Case. It's enough about you, you buffhead. Um, <laughs> the Adelaide 36ers, gee, that was a thriller, getting up 76 to 70. I watched the last quarter. Scotty Ninnis, where does it sit? To me, it doesn't feel like he's going to get the gig. No, he's going to get the gig. No problems at all. I he think. is. Uh, look, he, he will get the job. Um, he was all but ordained by uh, the executive chairman and club owner Grant Kelly during the corporate function pre-game on Sunday when I hosted. And his words were to, to the audience that were there that uh, they are heavily, heavily leaning toward the interim coach becoming the head coach next season. And I wouldn't be surprised if it is announced on Friday night okay. at the Hall of Fame and, and um, MVP dinner. Uh, I don't know that for a fact, and perhaps they, they don't want to do it there in terms of taking the gloss off the awards that will be presented. But uh, that wouldn't surprise me. I do know that the, there is a meeting on Wednesday uh, that, uh, that it will be discussed further. 
And I got the impression from Grant that um, unless something dramatically changes, uh, then Scott Ninnis is going to get the job. And I think he really deserves it because he's done a great job. Well, Case, uh, Grant Kelly wouldn't say that unless he was going to get the job. But uh, does that mean that they couldn't afford Brian Gorgian? Because there was a lot of talk about Brian Gorgian. Or is that just Uh, wishful thinking? No, no, it's certainly Brian Gorgian put his hand up. He's interested in the gig. And I don't think it's a lack of uh, finances not being able to uh, to get Brian here because, as we know, Grant Kevely, uh, Kelly has invested heavily in the Adelaide 36ers and continues to do so. So, um, no, I don't think that is the case. But I think, you know, Scott Ninnis has just presented such a strong um, argument for to be retained that it's hard to ignore the numbers that he's produced. That was a, a terrific win again on Sunday. Yeah. Yesterday they restricted New Zealand to 70 points, which is the best defensive performance by Adelaide in two years. He finishes the season 8-7 and seven, Scotty, having come in halfway through. Well, it's about 50-50 through. though. Uh, I'm playing the devil's advocate here. I, I love Scotty. Sure. I've known him a long time, but it's 50-50. It's not like over-compelling. No, but it's not, they're it's one... It's like 13-2. No, no, I take your point. But they were one win from the finals. Mm. Uh, and if you extrapolate that out, if Scotty had been in charge at the start of the season and if they were, and he's gone eight and seven. So if you give him double that and take a little bit off, you give him four, well, 14 wins is fourth position. Um, but it's also the fact that he's been able to improve the players as well. So since he took over in terms of, um, you know, coaching the team, um, you've got like seven players who have had season highs or career highs, okay. uh, and he's been able to do it in difficult circumstances in the sense that he's had uh, conversations with players whose minutes have been reduced, have been taken out of the starting five, and of course that can create some angst and the confidence goes down and your motivation perhaps goes down when it's uh, you no longer seen to be uh, a key component. Um, but he's been able to get this team and get them wins. And, you know, look, they've beaten every team this year apart from Tasmania, Adelaide. They've beaten Melbourne, who are hot favourites to win the title. Mm. They've beaten Perth. You know, they've beaten Illawarra. And most of this has happened under Scotty Ninnis' watch. So I think that, um, you know, the way that he's been able to do it, and to beat New Zealand yesterday when they were playing for a top-four position without Trey Kell, who's been arguably their best player uh, over the season. Um, you know, I think it speaks volumes for what they were able to do to restrict a team to 70. And in three of the last five games that Adelaide has played, they've restricted their opponents into the, in the 70s. Now, if you're able to do that on a regular basis, which Scotty Innes has shown he can do, then that is going to win you a lot more than the 12 games that they won this year. Well, Rich, there's your answer if you're nervous about Scotty Innes. And this is why... Cases called over a thousand games. Mm. So, John, when you look at the Adelaide 36's rankings of the past five years, seven, 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 eight, nine, it's not tracking the right direction. We've had Rupert Sapwell last week make the remarks about culture and belief in the singlet, what type of player you have, a mercenary issue he brought up. Where are the sixes at, full stop? Uh, look, they're on the rise, Rooch. And I spoke to Rupert Sapple yesterday at the game about this, um, about his comments, because they did create a little bit did of uh, some murmurings. Um, but I think, the, you know, look, the other thing, as you know, and we all know, and I love stats, but you can make stats say whatever you want. Mm. Uh, the reality is that this season just completed, Adelaide won nine home games out of 14. Now, that is third best in the competition this year. 
and it is Adelaide's best home game record, winning record since 2018, since we last made the playoffs. So you'd say, well, that's tracking in the right direction. The crowds have been enormous. And just on that, I think the crowds, the sellouts, that was seven straight yesterday, eight in total on the season. Mm. I'm sure that's had an influence on the results as well. You talk about home court advantage or home ground advantage in any sport. It's certainly mm. there. And it's a yeah. credit to the Adelaide fans that they stuck with the team when things were going south very early. Let's not forget, they lost their first four games this season for the mm. first time in 21 years so they had a, a big hole to dig themselves out of but so I see that as them on the rise so yes they went down in terms of overall wins by one this year but again we had two halves this season we had the first half when CJ Bruton was in charge and they played 13 games in the last 15 under Scotty Ninnis so I think that he's certainly um, you know got them steering in the right direction and you make a good point about the talent um, look they've invested in talent in the past and it hasn't worked out no. Um, but that's, you know, look, everyone can make mistakes in terms of recruiting in the club and put up their hand and have said that they've got things wrong and they're going to get things right okay. from here on in. So they've got DJ Vasiljevic on a three-year contract. They need to try and get hold of Isaac Humphreys long-term, um, get Scott Ninnis in as coach, and then start working from there. But I think this team, and certainly the vibe that you get at a game, particularly like yesterday, is certainly tracking in the right direction. So uh, this is the sixth year in a row that the 36ers haven't made playoffs, and it's 11 of the last 15 seasons. So wow. it's not to what we're accustomed to, you know, to see from the Adelaide 36ers. Exactly. So let's remember when Adelaide won their fourth title, Perth had four titles. Now, mm. Perth have got 10. Uh, uh, so uh, we are we are looking to improve, or Adelaide is looking to improve, and the 36ers, in, from what I've seen over the last month or two under Scotty Ninnis, are certainly tracking in the right direction. But you have to remember, it's a pretty tough competition. You know, there's good teams, and, and this year Adelaide's finished with 12 wins, and that's one win off finals and two wins off a semi-final. The top four this year was 14 wins, and Adelaide with 12. Um, so, you know, and remembering that in the run here with Scotty Ninnis, they lost to Cairns in overtime back uh, last month when they led by double figures in the last quarter. If they'd got across the line in that game, well, there you go. But I'm sure yes. every team has a game that they could find that would say if we'd won that one. Exactly. If Mark Bickley was in here now, he'd, he'd be saying, Case, if butts and candy nuts, it didn't happen. Hey, everyone's listening to you at the moment. Uh, in 30 seconds, <laughs> Paul Bonzer has sent through a text. He says, John Casey... Will we see Will McDowell-White in a 36er jersey next season? 20 seconds. Well, look, they went hard for him in the past and everyone's going to go hard for Will McDonald again when he comes out of contract at the end of this season. Super talent, one of the most important players in the NBL. I, I would dream that he would come here, but it's going to be tough to get him here. Case, love your work. You're a true pro. I reckon you've got 1,500 games to call in you, another 500. I'll keep plugging away. Always good chatting, boys. <laughs> there he is, John Casey, an absolute ripper. We're nearly done, Roach, uh, for a Monday afternoon. Just wanted uh, – uh, Casey's just good. He just lives and breathes basketball. Yes, he does. Uh, why can't Roachie be as likeable as John Casey? I'm just reading the text, Roach. I'm not having a go at you. Uh, Dobbin. Mike Dobbin has featured big time today. He says he also had a hit single with Slice of Heaven. Heaven, yeah, that was the New Zealander, Dave Dobbin. Um here we go. This is uh, after we spoke to uh, Jordan Buckingham. Uh, Will says, that's what good teams do, and then proceeds to rattle off every team bar the Redbacks, winning close games. Yeah. I did yeah. think that. Well, yeah. they're not a good side at the moment. Mm. Uh, with the rat away, Kimbo, you'll be able to watch Married at First Sight in Peace. Oh, no, they're, they're, thank you for that text. No, they're back now, so I've lost my house again, but... I do not watch Married at First Sight. I watch Survivor. 
I think it's the best one. Uh, that cough in the background is Big Jace, who's the producer of the Brecky Show. Jace, who have you got on the show tomorrow? Uh, we've got Cam Luke coming on tomorrow to talk about oh. the NBL. Looking forward to that. And the boys are going to have a chat about uh, they were both at Port Adelaide and the Crows' intra-club trial matches, so they're going to talk about that. All right, looking forward. To it. Has uh, Big Stunny's top eight yet? I believe he has, and that's going to get a run on Wednesday. Wednesday. So we'll keep you informed on that tomorrow morning as well. Oh, that is very informative, Jace. Uh, loving your work there. Roach, you've done well today. Thank Just you. a reminder, Jared Healy, he is back for his first show with Kane Corns. That's coming up next. At 6 o'clock, Dan Menzel and David Wildey with Sports Day SA. Malcolm Blight, the Messiah, not that far away. He only turns up for round one now, Roach. <laughs> Hey, so Healy back before Blythe. Yeah, yes. Ooh. Well, one, well, 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 one's won a Brownlow and a McGarry. And a Coleman. There you go. Uru, we'll see you tomorrow. Good night, everyone. Hello, Malcolm. Hello.